This week, we discuss why now would be the best time to invest. And also, you might be getting a second stimulus check. I'm Alan Lanier, and this is The Economic State. So last week we talked about saving versus investing. While saving is important, so is investing. Every seven years or so, our economy goes through a cyclical kind of recession. And during those moments is a great time to start investing. And right now is one of those moments. So every seven years, whether it be because our stocks are overvalued or companies are overvalued or because of supply chains or whatever reason, we go through some kind of recession. And markets, all the markets across the market, all companies reduce the value of their stocks. Not themselves, but just the market itself reduces the value of the stocks. Because less people are invested and they pull out of the market. So people before that time, like before COVID, were worried that the market was priced too high. And even a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, people were worried that stocks were priced too high that the market was overvalued. So people sold their stocks because they were worried it would go down. So whenever that happens and during a recession, stocks are undervalued. And in that case, stocks are on sale or on discount. When stocks are overvalued, they're a premium. You're paying quite a bit. You're paying price to earnings. You're paying above 20, above 70. You're paying more than you would want to pay. Price P over E, price to earnings, is what you're paying for the earnings per share. So a company makes a certain amount of money, net income, and then they have a certain amount of stocks. So you divide the net income by the amount of stocks they have published, and then that is how you get price to earnings. You're paying a certain amount per earnings per share. So let's take a look of what's happening now. So as you've known, the stock market has been a little uncertain. Last week we talked about how saving is important, but so is investing. So this week we're going to talk about why now is a great time to invest. So let's first take a look at our first article. Why historically high unemployment should embolden investors to take more market risk, according to a Wall Street chief strategist. This is an article by Markets Insider. In every unemployment rate spike since 1948, the S&P 500 performed better on average. The index index posted average annual returns of 18.7% whenever the rate crept above 6.8%. Whenever the rate breached 8%, the benchmark benchmark notched an average 25% annual return. The correlation is relatively simple. According to Paulson, high unemployment rates signal the outsized potential that future economic conditions are destined to improve. Joblessness would recover, incomes would rise, and spending would bounce back. All in all, investors can bet on the eventual re-acceleration of profit growth after a bout of economic pain. So what this article is saying is, in a summation, is that now because unemployment is so it was it was very high a few months ago. It has gone down some, but it is still records and it's on a record high. During times like that, in 2008, another example of recession where unemployment was high, there is a lot of headroom 
for employment. So stocks are, the stock market is great and people are invested whenever unemployment is low. As you could tell, whenever we got our last jobs report, which was very positive, the stock market bounced up. And what he is saying, when, it's, when the stock market is low and unemployment is high, that is a great time to invest because you have a lot of room to grow. That means there'll be more, there'll be lower unemployment in the future and there'll be higher pricing in the market. So that's why I'm encouraging everyone who's listening to always pay attention to the unemployment rate. During recessions, unemployment goes, unemployment goes up. It's, it's just a fact of life. High unemployment is tied to recessions. So every seven years, you can look for high unemployment. And during a recession like this, you'll see that. So whenever you see that, you can tell that there is a gap between what was and what is. What was before COVID, unemployment was very low. So you, it's safe to assume that we can get back to those levels. And the market pricing at that time too, we can get close to that as well. So right now we can safely assume that the valuation of the market is closer to reality. The market fluctuates according to what people feel, not what actually is. So you can pay, you're probably paying more rational per share at this moment. So that's why, that is what they're saying in this article that they're encouraging investors to look at that and to think of this as an opportunity. And this is what I'm saying as well. Think of this as an opportunity to, to start investing. If you haven't started investing during recession, right now is a great time to start investing. Open up a retirement account, open up a brokerage account, open up an HSA and start investing. Because when unemployment is high, that is a great time because the stock market is probably undervalued. So when the stock market is undervalued and employment is, unemployment is high, there is more room to grow from there. All right, so let's move on to our second article. This is by CNBC. Dow gains more than 400 points after big tech rally. Amazon and Netflix hit records. The biggest technology companies led the gains with Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, and Google parent Alphabet, all climbing at least 2%. Amazon shares also broke above $3,000 for the first time. Netflix shares reach an all-time high as well. The NASDAQ 100, which is made up of the composite's 100 largest non-financial stocks, jumped 2.5% on Monday, bringing its 2020 gains to more than 21%. Chinese stocks soared with the Shanghai composite, jumping more than 5% as that country continued to open up following their coronavirus outbreak. That's another thing about uh, reports from China. Even though cases are surging across, across the board, cases are surging, uh, U.S. is not alone in that. No, uh, no state is alone in that. Uh, despite all of that, China's, uh, China futures and China markets, China stocks are still looking positive. And that has a lot a lot to do with uh, there are uh, protests going on in Hong Kong over political stuff that's happening over there. Uh, but because the market is roughly controlled by the Chinese government, they're able to manipulate things in a way that it looks good. And when things look good in China, things look good in the U.S. 
that is just a fact of life. So things looked good today, especially because over the weekend, even though we had a celebration and rising cases in America, we had a significant uh, uptick in cases over the weekend. We had a Fourth of July celebration, so a lot of people socializing, probably not taking precautions. So a large uptick in cases. But despite that, the stock market closed up today. And then a, a lot of that has to do with uh, the Chinese market. The economy is doing a lot better than most of the economics say, than most of the economists say. Jeff Salt, chief investment strategist at Capital Wealth Planning. We may stall here for a while into the fall, into September, October, November, but I think you're going to get a, a rocket ship coming in the fall of this year. I think the S&P 500 is going to trade above 4,000. That's a very ambitious statement. Any, any commentator on the stock market knew from the get-go that this was, the recession happened because of a manipulated effect. Meaning it wasn't companies overvalued in and of themselves. It wasn't companies like in 2008 banks were being very irresponsible. This is not that case. In this case, it was a virus and the government had to shut things down. So naturally, businesses and local communities and local governments had to shut down. So our economy was manipulated from the outside, meaning it wasn't business that caused the economic downturn. So when government gets out of the picture and the economy opens back up eventually, then businesses can return business can return to normal and we can go about our day and the stock market will jump right back up because people will go back to work anyone who's been keeping up with the uptick in excuse me the downturn in unemployment meaning people are going back to work can tell that it's a positive sign when unemployment is going down so significant so significantly because that means people want to go back to work they don't want to stay at home and quarantine, which even though having making sure you're taking precautions is always important. All right, so let's move on to our third article. So to sum up in the last two, in moments like these where it, the stock market seems, un, seems uncertain is actually when it's the best time to invest. Because people always say, buy low, sell high, but in economic downturns, such as a recession, they always sell. And most likely, they're selling in the red. So they're selling, and it might be good for taxes if you already have a gain to offset with a loss. Whatever. If you're a mutual fund, you're probably doing that. But for most people, in a recession, it is a very bad time to sell. Keep your stocks. Warren Buffett himself, he says he never loses, loses anything in a recession because he doesn't sell. And this, is, this message is for the average person who doesn't have millions upon millions of dollars. If you have a 401k or a retirement account or an IRA, whatever it is, don't sell during a recession. It is the worst time. Save up money, obviously, over time, and in a recession, buy in buy in big. It's what uh, m myself and my family did. 
and so let's get on to the third article. So this is talking about the stimulus check, potential second stimulus check that uh, consumers might be getting and citizens might be getting. Second stimulus checks and student loan forgiveness could be coming. The enhanced unemployment benefits from the CARES Act expires at the end of the month. Congress will start negotiations soon after the holiday break on the next round of coronavirus relief legislation. They will likely address unemployment benefits and funding for state and local governments, but they might also consider a second round of direct stimulus payments and student loan forgiveness. The CARES Act provided Americans up to $1,200 and a direct cash payment, phased out as income rose. The, the House of Representatives passed the HEROES Act in May that would have provided another round of checks in the same manner. President Trump told Fox Business that he wanted direct payments to Americans, but bigger than, but bigger than the $1,200. Senate Republicans disagreed with that. They were less enthusiastic. So it is possible that we could be receiving a second stimulus check. Uh, is it likely? I don't know. I know that Democrats have, have been pushing for student loan forgiveness as part of the CARES Act and as part of future stimulus bills. They have been heavily pushing that. And if that happens, I encourage every college student to take advantage of the relief program, pay off your debt, and whatever money you have left over, invest it. I have a friend who works at uh, a, uh, he's an engineer, so he works around at the plants in the local area. And what he told me what he did is he took his stimulus check and he immediately invested it. And that's a great idea. So it the, the check itself is not a loan or a relief. It is a, what they're calling it is a tax credit. And what a tax credit is, is so you know on your tax bill, you have this amount, what you have, what you owe to the government. So it's not a tax uh, I'm blanking on the word, but whatever your final total is, what you owe the government, you can subtract that amount. That amount that is the tax credit. So whatever the final sum is, you're subtracting that amount. So the government is basically giving us a refund and saying that's the tax credit they took from our bill, from our tax credit, from our tax bill. So, so it is likely that we will receive another tax credit, so another refund from our taxes. Deduction, that's the word I was thinking of. So it's not a deduction, it's a tax credit. They're very two different things. All right, so that wraps up our show for this week. Thank you for watching. Please subscribe on YouTube, like as well. And on Facebook, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And Instagram. And Instagram. Thank you for watching. I'm Alan Lanier. This is The Economic State.